I went full Cardi B. You know, she trademarked that. She trademarked her. <laughs> what the heck is that? Well, she trademarked it. Cheers. Mm. We're, we are drinking caffeinated beverages because we've been talking Buy for a y'all while. energy? Yes. Yeah, I'm so tired of talking to Clifton. <laughs> you butthole. <laughs> the caffeine ain't me to keep me awake. <laughs> What's up, guys? Cliff and Chandra here from Not Gospel Studios. Today, we are talking about fasting, uh, how different it may look for some people. Uh, should it always be food? Should it be other stuff? This is Not Gospel. disappointed because you're a bad christian <laughs> you yes, couldn't fast yes. all day <laughs> so i started fasting and yeah. which uh, you're not supposed to tell anybody about so you ruined it there <laughs> well i immediately I, I stopped that fast it's over because <laughs> i had lunch today fast. i failed i had this, all these big ideas i'm gonna fast for a week or something like that and then i have this big meal and then i get depressed on myself and then i don't continue the fast like mm -hmm. It's like, well, I already ate, so what's the point? And it's not like even for like health reasons or anything. I could stand to lose weight or whatever and get healthier. It's not about that. It's like I've got issues in my life that I want to spend more time with God about, and I'm going to give up eating and doing that as sort of a self-sacrifice. The problem I had with today was like I wasn't going to walk off from you and go pray somewhere versus eat lunch. I was going to sit and hang out with my friend and talk off camera and then come back and podcast. So like I went and ate because the way I view fasting is like if you're going to not eat, don't fill your life with a bunch of other stuff. I feel like not eating is not fasting. I feel like going out, going and not having a meal and taking the time that you would have had that meal to get on your knees and pray and connect with God is what fasting is about. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why people see change in their life when they fast because... Yeah, like when Jesus fasted, he went to the woods for 40 days. Yeah. You you get alone with God. I and, said woods. And, was it desert? <laughs> the wilderness. That can wilderness. Be, that's yeah. a big umbrella term. Especially um, over there in Israel. Like yeah. it could have been woods. It could have been desert. The wilderness out, in, out yeah. west is different than our wilderness. They're yeah. talking about trees that are like head high <laughs> and like in, in sparse... Completely barren lands and these little bush trees. I was like, you go out there in the wilderness? I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, so to me, and, and Jesus was pretty plain. There's a scripture where Jesus says, when you fast, do it thusly. Don't do it mm -hmm. like the Pharisees where they, they show off how miserable they look and they're not eating and they do it mm -hmm. for applause and, and yeah. man's praise. He says, do it privately with God. Mm -hmm. um, but the key word in there, I think, is when. He said, when you fast. In other words, not if you fast. It's when, and and I was under the impression that in modern day Christianity, fasting is not that common of a thing, mm -hmm. and that's why I feel like people aren't getting as many results in their prayers and stuff. And you mm -hmm. were telling me fasting seems like a crazy common thing from from you and your standpoint, from what you see online and what you see in churches. You feel like it's still just as prevalent in, in Christian culture as it has been. I mean, I feel like with people who are true seekers of God, mm. that. 100% fasting is in the mix. Mm. But if you're just more of a spiritual woo-woo person, yeah, fasting's out the door. I don't think they care unless they just want to lose weight. Uh, and what is your thought on like if you're going to fast, the time that you would spend at the meal, having your meal, 
instead oh should be praying go instead of by get the away and get and connect with god uh, if you're not gonna have that god connection time you might as well not even fast is like what are your thoughts on that that's how i feel about it it's like if i'm gonna miss the meal well, and not connect with god what's the point it feels like i'm doing it just to get skinnier or something at that point if i'm not uh, spending the time to see connect. okay <laughs> i guess that hadn't occurred to me that you felt like you had to withdraw from normal activities of life as far as like hanging out with your family or something like you should be in your bedroom praying. Like that seems a little weird to me. I hadn't thought of it like that. Mm. I have seen people talk about, well, if I'm fasting to eat, I'll also not watch TV or not have sex with my spouse. I've seen that. Well, see, and I think it can be either or Mm -hmm. I think fasting from activities is also like, is also a fast. Like Mm -hmm. if you've got, I mean, I used to be heavy, a heavy gamer, for sure. Um, and I would quit games for a week or whatever in the time. But even then, the time that I would spend, have spent playing video games, I felt like if I wasn't spending that time in prayer and stuff, I wasn't getting anything out of it. It would be like, why, what was the point in doing this fast? Yeah. As you do your science experiment of a drink. <laughs> Chandra's not a huge fan of caffeine, so she's like intermixing several different caffeinated hooch beverages to make some sort of... If you say hooch, people immediately think alcohol. I do not even drink alcohol. This is a Powerade and a really bad tasting caffeine drink. (laughs) I was just saying that even when people get rid of like simple pleasures as a fast, like I'm Mm -hmm. not going to do this or like you said, like a... Do you think it has to be substituted with... Like a celibacy fast, like you said... I still feel like if you're just filling that time with something else, mm-hmm. I don't know that it's worth it. Like, I mean, you know, we grow up around other people that fast and stuff. So you are you see everything through the lens view of what you grew up seeing and stuff. And most people just would skip a meal, skip all their meals and drink coffee instead. But they're living their normal life and praying on their normal prayer time and I've stuff. almost never seen my dad fast. But there have been... <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean to my dad. I'm just being honest. There have only been a couple times that I've seen someone completely remove themselves from life and normal activities Mm. while they fasted. That seems to be a different thing to me than normal fasting. Well, I'm not saying do it all the time. Like if you're fasting from food, I'm just Mm -hmm. saying the 30 minutes that you would have spent eating your sandwich at lunch, Mm -hmm. you pull off away somewhere and you go read your Bible or have your quiet time Mm -hmm. and pray and connect with God and then get right back into life. I think you can. And I think that's good and positive, but I don't think it's necessary. Hmm. I don't think it's a have to thing, but I think it's a good thing. See, I just wonder if for me, if it even, if the fast is even relevant because I'll Mm -hmm. just wind up filling the time with something else. Yeah. But the point is you're not eating. Yeah. But then I wonder what, like, what is the significance of not eating unless I'm going to God? And it's because also this, you can eat and go to God still. So, I mean, why do you care? Right. But I also feel like the whole purpose of the fast, if something is, is so important to mm-hmm. me, I'm giving up food. Yeah. But if and it's God that, knows that whether you say, instead of eating the sandwich, I'm reading my Bible. Like, even if you don't eat the sandwich and you clean your bathroom, he knows you're not eating. Yeah. But that kind of feels just like a hunger strike. Like, like, you don't, you don't give me a better cell in this in this prison. I'm just not eating. Well, okay, to me, fasting is about two different things. Okay, it's about telling God this is my dedication. This is what I think it's important, and then it's also about learning self control and 
you know, putting your flesh under. Yeah. Like, and you can do both of those things. Now, I can see that putting your flesh under part. I can see that, like, I'm rendering the body subject or sub, in, in submission for yourself. Like, I'm not eating. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> to me, I also feel like if it's so important that you're not eating, mm-hmm. how important is the food to you anymore? See, that's the mm-hmm. question I'm wondering. Like, is the food really that important to you? Or is are all mm-hmm. these other things in our society now more important to us than our meal? You know, like, all the things we could give up. Okay. Now, I've seen some people talk about, like like you're saying, some people, food is more important to them than others. And some people, their phone is more important to them. Yeah. Do you think the fast is as effective as if you give up your phone, if that's the most important thing to you, as it is giving up food? I'm, I'm inclined to agree. That see, if you give I'm up, opposite. <laughs> see, I'm inclined to agree. If you give, God wants what's the most important to you is what I think. Mm. And that's why I think. I think it's about putting your flesh under subjection. Well, see, and your flesh has to have food. And Well, true. But I also think that it's it's not the spirit. It's the flesh that wants the phone. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's appealing to your flesh, not your soul, not your spirit. It's well, appealing and, to your pride, desire, and all that jazz. And just habits and stuff. Yeah. And so I feel like it's in, addiction, the, same, in the same way, rendering it subject. Like I feel like even if you put the phone down for a week, mm-hmm. it's the same kind of in my mind as food because it's like you're you're rendering your body under subjection, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like if it was. But it doesn't bring you the physical pain <clears throat> food lost. That's true. As, of of mm-hmm. hunger. But but if it was that important that you're willing to give up meals for it, why you would, wouldn't you be willing also to spend that time in prayer like if it's that mm-hmm. significant i feel like the natural order would be i'm going to pray about it well, i think that's nice to do and it's i don't just, think it's a have to but i think it's nice cuz see it's hard and it's maybe i'm just being I'm, I'm overthinking it but it's hard for me to even feel like i'm getting anything out of a Are fast you, i think you're doing I'm fasting like a math e- equation or something where i feel like it's more of a a love offering that is beneficial to you in a spiritual way. Well, and to me, what's more important to me versus the food and versus uh, food or my time, I'm going to say time every day. Mm-hmm. I'd rather skip a meal and go get the most use out of my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. Well, how would you fast your time if you were to do that? That's where I think is what I'm talking about is like instead of watching a show for the next 45 minutes i'm going over and i'm getting on my knees and praying and reading bible and having meditation Mm -hmm. time for that 45 minutes and drawing close to god i feel like at that point i'm i'm fasting my time Mm -hmm. and so i feel like the way i connect them with with food is gonna sit down for 30 minutes to eat or 15 minutes or whatever that's a guaranteed 15 minute prayer session that you could have if you replaced it with communication with god and what i found is i think for the average christian 15 minutes of prayer would feel like an eternity. Mm-hmm. Within three minutes, I feel like we're ready to go. Oh, I probably mentioned everybody on my prayer list, you know? <laughs> well, I don't, I'm personally quality over quantity. Mm. Like, I feel like, well, I feel like if you're having quality prayer with God, there is going to be quantity there because you crave that relationship on a consistent, I see, I lengthy basis. Yeah. The more, I feel like the more prayer, deeper, heartfelt, sincere prayer you have the more you want that i feel like mine typically though are like i'll have tons of tiny prayers throughout the day i don't just one prayer for 30 minutes a day i don't really do that i'm just praying all day little bursts and i see but they're sincere when i have them see and i feel like i'm trying to reinvent and maybe i'm wrong (laughs) reinvent prayer (laughs) well reinvent the idea of prayer in a sense that like 
Christian life is a continued conversation with God, I feel like. And I don't know that that to me is the same thing as prayer. Like my my continued connection and talking and communication with God. Oh, that's hundred percent prayer to me. I think that's the whole purpose of prayer. Well, and I'm feeling like that is like different than dedicating my time to having a commu- a, con- a conversation with God about mm-hmm. this and this and this for for a while mm-hmm. to really get close to Him versus what I'm going to talk with Him about every day. I feel mm-hmm. like. The, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like for me, those are two different things. Yeah. Like if I have something, I, okay, this is turning into a prayer conversation instead of like a fasting conversation. And we had a prayer, <laughs> we had a prayer thing, but yeah. it, I guess they're interconnected. And well, and the th- prayer and fasting should go hand in hand. Yeah, that's true. Well, okay. You've talked to me before about how God dealt with you and knows. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe. yes, no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been told Wrong. no from God one time also, and it was, uh, there was a woman that needed to get pregnant, or she wanted to be pregnant, and so I was like, Travis, let's pray for this consistently for her, and so I wrote a little post-it note, I put it on my computer, I was like, every day we're going to pray for this, and like I was making an effort, like yeah. more than I normally would make, like I was like, this is important, make effort, so I was praying about it every day. I love hearing about this about you, by the way, that's awesome. It's just we don't talk. We take our. I think we take our faith for granted because we know we're Christians. We don't dive into like what daily Christian life looks with you. We yeah. just take it for granted. And that was so cool to hear you say you put a post note and you're praying about this thing every day. Well, God didn't like it. <laughs> no. I am evil. <laughs> Clearly, that's so good. Oh, God said no. It's terrible, Chandra. You should stop. No, but as one time when I was praying for her. It was like a brick wall hit me mentally. It was just like getting hit with a no and like visually a brick wall. And I was just like, I told Travis, I was like, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be praying for this. Like, I just don't. Yeah. So I quit praying for her about the baby. (laughs) And I found out six months later, her husband had been cheating on her and they ended up divorced. She ended up marrying another man, got pregnant right away. She'd been trying for 12 years with the other guy and didn't get pregnant. And then this new guy pregnant right away. That's amazing. I know. (laughs) I know. That's how I felt. I was like, God knows what he's doing. And, you know, this was a Christian lady. She'd been praying about it too. God knew. So I love Mm -hmm. sharing this story about me and my wife. Um, But when we got pregnant with Liam, our firstborn, uh, she had had cousins and friends and several people who, uh, important to her in her life, who had struggled with miscarriages. And, she was really, we were really nervous about it, and and uh, she was hesitant to tell anybody about the pregnancy. Nobody knew. It was just she and I. And I said, well, let's pray about it. I said, because, and, and we got together, we got hands together, and I said, let's pray about it, and let's let's go to God with it. And I prayed, and I was like, you know, Lord, I anticipate uh, eight months from now, because we were like six, seven weeks pregnant at that point. Hadn't told anybody. Super, super, like like, soon in the pregnancy. <clears throat> and I said, let's pray about it. And we anticipate in about eight months having like a very healthy young kid. And I, I, I almost said little boy. I knew he was a boy. And now there's a couple of my kids I did like Griffin. I was unsure. I had no idea. He felt like a stranger through the whole <laughs> I process. Remember you me that. Yeah, but Liam, for whatever reason, I just knew that's a boy. I just don't have no question. And some people say, "Oh, it's just you being a daddy wanting a boy." I was like, "No, I just I never felt any different." Um, 
so we were praying and I was like, Lord, we anticipate having a healthy little child in eight months, but whatever your will is, if you're building a bigger story, if you have a story that's different, that looks complicated for us, we trust you're going to carry us through it. You're going to walk us through it. We trust you. We believe in you. We have faith in you. It was like a simple little like, and we were, it was heartfelt, but it was like, mm-hmm. we want, and just whatever you prepare us for whatever you're doing. If you're, if you've got a different story other than eight months from now, we're having a healthy baby, prepare us, yeah. you know? And uh, that was Saturday night. Church that Sunday, we were going to have uh, celebrate my uh, her dad's birthday, and we were going to tell her dad and my dad, our, our, our parents, that we were pregnant. We were going to tell them. And we're sitting in the church. Katie's sitting in the church next to me, and nobody knows yet, and, and dad's preaching about the power of prayer. And he takes, he says, there's power in the, not the power of prayer, excuse me, the power of the word of God. He's like, there's power in the word of God. He said, and I remember being in, in, in services sometimes and, and God would tell me and say, he'd say, take that Bible there and lay it on that, lay it, lay it on that sister's, that sister's lap or lay it on her sister's belly. And he handed it to my sister-in-law and, and she put it up on her, put it up on her belly like this. And he goes, no, 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 no. Give me that. And he took it and he said, and he, and he took it and gave it to my wife and said, mm-hmm. you, you put that on your tummy. And so she set it down in her lap. And he, and he started to go off to preach again. He looks at, no, 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 up here on your tummy. And so she put it up on her tummy. And he said, and then God revealed me and say, he said, you look at her and you say, sister, you'll never have to worry about a miscarriage again. Mm. And then he turned around and kept on preaching like no big yeah. deal. And me and her were like, just bawling. Because <laughs> it know? spoke to your situation. Yes. Sure, yeah. it Clearly, we had just prayed whatever your plan is. We're Just prepare us. And he just flat out was like, I'm preparing you. You're not having a miscarriage. You're having a baby. You know, like yeah. <laughs> it was like boom. And uh, then we told them about the pregnancy that that afternoon, and they were just oh, like we were. They were worshiping the Lord right in Sunnies, you know, like because it was just a big moment. And uh, <clears throat> but well, I was just gonna say about your dad in particular. You know, I've you know been around him a lot, and I know a lot of his stories. And I, he never struck me as someone who had. The reason that he had miracles or messages from God was because he's the holiest person in the room. That wasn't why God favored him or anything. Mm-hmm. He was just someone that was spiritually in tune and open to the Holy Spirit consistently. Where a lot of people I don't feel like is are open to the Holy Spirit and follow it. With my dad, I think it's it's a degree. There's obedience there. Mm-hmm. It's just like, wherever you say go, I'm going to go, and I'm always going to be listening. And he follows his intuitions. Like, other people get those little feelings, like, I want to do something, and then they don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. He never cared. He'd pray for you no matter where you're at, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, didn't matter. And he doesn't care about looking stupid or awkward doing it either. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I know. His his give a crap is broken. (laughs) So, but... uh, and that's the funny thing is I don't remember him ever fasting all that much. Mm. And he told me the other day, he's like, ah, the longest I ever went was three days. That's all I can handle. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, there you go. <laughs> mm. But I've never asked him about what he thinks about fasting other things either, you know, yeah. like a, like a in, sexual intima- intimacy fast or uh, – which would be a weird to... conversation to have with your dad. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Not with your dad. You all have been very open. Well, and you? he's 84. So <laughs> it'd be, he's like, yeah, I've been on a three-year whatever <laughs> intimacy fast. <laughs> you might be surprised. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> your dad seems... <laughs> uh, virol or whatever they call it. <laughs> Cancer survivor. He's pretty virol. For a, I don't even know if that's a word. <laughs> Feral? Feral. He's pretty feral. I don't think that's right either. He's, my dad's feral. 
It's not viral either. Is it? Oh gosh! Viral? No, especially not if you're talking about sexual intimacy. It's not viral. Oh, not. What this is, is about fasting. <laughs> <laughs> but we're just normal people oh, with normal questions. Man. Well, okay. Is it Ramadan that the Muslims fast uh, from sun up to sun down for a month? I believe so. I don't. I don't want to get it wrong, but I think so. I was. I thought that was a good idea. Like you could. Go your day, you could fast all day, and that's your honor to God. But in the evening, you got to eat before you went to bed. Because to me, going to bed hungry is the worst feeling. Which is why that might be the best time to fast. Because it is the worst <laughs> fe- In accordance to what you were talking about before, you know, of like rendering your body under subjection. Yeah. Like, when it's the worst, that's when I'm going to try the hardest to fast. <laughs> it was it Chris Pratt who did that 21-day mm. Daniel fast or whatever? Hmm. That's a big, I mean, that's well, a big Well, you still thing. get to eat on that, though. You're I, just see, not eating nothing, certain grains and stuff. I know nothing about it. Well, you know, in the Bible, how Daniel said he would eat the vegetables and stuff, but not the meat. Oh, okay. So it's a fast based on, oh, okay, the yeah. three Hebrew children and the, the fiery furnace and Daniel and yeah. not eating the meat that was sacrificed to idols. Yeah, so they only eat certain types of vegetables and only certain, one kind of grain you Christians can have. Certain Christians who listen to this be like, I'm never listening to this guy again. Cliff doesn't <laughs> even know what the Daniel fast is. I'm out. <laughs> I know where it came from in the Bible. <laughs> was Daniel fasting, though? Well, kind was of. Was that a, considered a fast? Well, it was to their own detriment. It was mm-hmm. like, give us an opportunity to to prove that we do not need to eat this meat mm-hmm. to be to to be healthy and virile or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> virile or whatever it is. <laughs> To look great. We need to look that up. <laughs> I want to do a fast. I want to take mm-hmm. a fast. I want to get it right and do it right. And Go, go to the desert and do a 40-day one. The one. Well, the ones that I've done, I've done fast where like I do one meal a day. Mm-hmm. But I've always done those. I feel like when I get the most results or when I get the most out of it is when I do substitute some of that time for connection with God and prayer. And those two things may not be connected. Like you may be able to say to me, you could still eat and then just go spend 30 minutes in prayer and you probably would have the best time of your life. Like you get close to God. But to me, I feel like they're connected. Like it it just, they are. my granny, uh, she always, okay, this is awful. Because I always looked at her in a snooty way. (laughs) How so? She fasted every breakfast. She never ate breakfast. She wouldn't eat till lunch. And she was that a God thing though, or just a habit she got into? That's what I said. (laughs) And I was always like, Granny, you're just using the excuse to diet, and that's what you're saying. See, I'll. But Granny would fast every breakfast. Because I've been doing the intermittent fasting Mm -hmm. to try and, as just health reasons, trying to lose a little weight and stuff. But I'm sitting there making eggs and everything for the boys Mm. and just fixing a whole thing of food, like French toast and everything else, and not eating any of it. But she wouldn't eat till noon every day. And so I just kind of thought it was like, oh, well, that's how she likes to die. And she calls it fasting to have it like a, you know, a spiritual benefit. (laughs) And I was snooty about it. But as I got older and I saw that she like really meant it and she was really praying for her grandchildren and stuff. She had a whole list of them. She During breakfast when she would when she would be eating. She'd sit there and, you know, pray and drink coffee and go over her little list and stuff because she'd write down all her grandchildren's names and everybody and she prayed from her list and stuff. And, like, she really meant it. And it was horrible of me to be well, I think teenager. That's a, well, and maybe that's just a guaranteed way to, to distinguish it from dietary stuff. Yeah. It's like if you're actually stepping out, we're eating lunch, Cliff's off doing whatever. Like, 
okay, so <clears throat> if I'm out with if I'm out on the road on tour or whatever, and we go, we have lunches paid for us all the time when you're on the road. It's just try to make the it's expense free essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and you sit down, and if instead of sitting down with my friends I like so much, instead if I just stayed in the van or went off around the corner of the building, or stayed in the hotel room and did my Bible time and stuff, I would just feel like that fast would mean more. Mm-hmm. If not to anyone else, I feel like it'd be a, a witness for myself, and I'd get more out of it. And I feel like it'd be a better, like a good witness for them, not in a like con- condemning way, like like you guys are eating, but mm-hmm. like the fast means something to him. And the way you said your granny does when you found out that she was praying for everybody all that time while yeah. she was sitting down having her coffee. You know, because I could, I've sat there and not ate before. I said, mm-hmm. oh, I'm fasting or whatever, so I would sit and not eat lunch and hang out with my friends, but. I don't feel like I got as much out of that as when I would, if I were to say, no, I'm, I'll stay, y'all go, I'm going to stay and connect with God, you know? You know how sometimes after church there's uh, food and stuff, different events? A potluck? Yeah. Uh, we were, it was like a revival type situation, and our pastors was there. It was at a different church, but mm. our pastors was there. And there was food at afterwards at this event, so we're all sitting in this little basement area eating all these good foods, and the pastor and his wife were just sitting there drinking coffees. And as a little kid, I was like, how come y'all aren't eating? Why aren't you eating? And I asked them like 50 times, and they never said nothing about it. And mom told me later, honey, they're fasting. Leave them alone. And I was like, well, <laughs> but as an adult looking back on it, like they didn't want to talk about it. They were just with everybody and wanted to enjoy us and yeah. stuff, but they didn't want to be like, I'm fancy, you know? <laughs> Is it worse to be like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're just fasting a meal or whatever, mm-hmm. then what's making a bigger spectacle? Well, if if I had to say about them, I bet it wasn't just a meal. They were probably fasting the whole week for the oh, revival wow. and stuff. Like, they wow. were dedicated type people. Wow. Like, surprisingly. Yeah, I I do I, I do think there is something to be said about not putting your fast on display. Yeah, you know. But I agree. thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Not Gospel. Let us know what you think about this stuff. Write it in the comments. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Seriously, you guys have uh, been fantastic to support the channel, and it's growing, and we're grateful for it. And we want to know what you guys think about it. If you're a Christian, if you're not a Christian, uh, if some of this talk is weird to you, then just write your questions or thoughts in the comments. Uh, Keep on the lookout for new Not Gospel Studios content. You can hit the notification bell somewhere around here to be notified of all that stuff. And as always, keep being awesome because that's how God made you.